Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined, of course, by Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. And we are joined by Jackie. Oh, I forgot to interrupt you. I know. Damn. I was gonna say. I, yeah, I was wondering. I'm I like, was like, I was like, maybe Miles is waiting until the very last second, but no. What no, do we I even started do reading now? The, the emails ahead of time. Oh, uh, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I got distracted. That's what happens, kids. Uh, anyway, anyway, I'm Jackie. Hi. Yeah. So it's Mark, Miles, and Jackie who do this show, JoJo's Bizarre Podcast, about the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure that has been going on since 2012. And this week, we are covering episode 11 of the Stone Ocean anime, Operation Savage Guardian, Get to the Courtyard, part two. I put my voice in question marks because- it's Operation Savage Garden, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's not really Savage Garden because it's just in the Japanese. You know, it's like, what is it really? We're watching it in English, so that really is the name, Savage Guardian. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. This is it's getting heady. Um, so we'll be we'll be going into the the ins and outs. Well, actually, um, we're going to be having a physicist on later to talk about <laughs> the boiling blood what? situation in this in this episode and really get to the bottom of Araki's science. Uh, but before we do any of that, we're not. We don't really have a physicist. Yeah, we're not. I didn't want to disappoint anybody who's listening. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I should probably say something now. That, that would be a good idea. It would be an excellent idea to have a physicist uh, watch the show and and watch the the anime and be on our show. But uh, we're not. We don't know how to do that. We don't know any. If there are any physicists listening, tell me if if you know. We'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't want to get. I know a physicist. Do you? Who is yeah. it? It's one of M's friends. She's a planetary something or other. She's like worked for NASA. Oh, we oh. should have totally got, gotten her. <laughs> hey, we've never talked to you before and have no interest yeah. on your opinions about anime, other than the fact. Well, I don't know. I guess Miles is a journalist. He's used to just hitting people up for their expertise, right? That's right. Yeah. People are happy to help you in general. That's true. All right. It's not always true, but okay. No, it's... it's That's why I said in general, stupid. In general. God. Like, you'd be surprised if you just, like, cold email someone and, like, you know, give them, like, a clear ask and not huge effort from them. They'll usually be like, oh, yeah, sure. Apparently, Noam Chomsky just answers any email. Uh-huh. You can just email him something and he'll just answer you pretty quickly like i think because he's like a hundred fucking years old so he just sits around answering emails all day <laughs> that's cute anyway uh so before i don't answer every email yeah absolutely I not i are you at the point now where like most emails are stupid and worthless to you yeah almost all of them yeah it's such a weird thing right when you think about email and how like it's supposed to revolutionize things and let you talk to people across the world and it does do all those things but it also is like mostly a nuisance that means nothing. Yeah. That it's like getting more spam mail than regular mail, which also might be true for us. Yeah. Uh, but please read the JoJo uh, newsletter. It's great. It's not an email. We don't email that. I mean, well, I guess they do get updates if they're patrons. Yeah. Don't don't be filtering your your Patreon notifications. Not from us. Yeah. Good good catch, Miles. Good catch. That's right. Anyway, before we get into our pathetic understandings of the physics that Araki maybe understands for Operation Savage Guardian Part 2, we need to first take a stop in our um, 
uh, our anti-gravity ask away chamber. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, that was really bad. Zero Can Gmail. Else? Zero Gmail. <laughs> okay. Well, thankfully, our zero Gmail actually did have some emails this week. It'd be sad if we managed to make a good pun that actually fit. No, zero G. It's zero G mail, not... No, no, I get that, but it, <laughs> it would just be bad to have zero Gmails in our zero yeah. Gmail, you know? Yeah. Um, let's see. This first email... Oh, yeah, these are emails, by the way, sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. At zerogmail.com. It's not zero Gmail, no. Uh, so, yeah, you can just you can just write to us if you have thoughts about JoJo, uh, want to answer our questions about the JoJo episode or questions that we have that have nothing to do with JoJo because those happen too. This message is from Talia. The subject line is a correspondence of ass and buns to which knowledge must be shed and opinions must be explored. We'll see about this must business. Mm -hmm. uh, before I ask my question, I must talk about ass. Not sure if this is mentioned, but Jongali A does not have a fat ass. That is all muscle. He is an ex-soldier, and the dude has got muscles. If he was working out enough to get ripped, chances are his ass got ripped as well. I disagree. Finally, to my question, who's got the better buns? Poison Ivy from Batman and Robin or Jolene? And I'm not referring to butts. And attached are pictures of Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy in the, what is it, 94, 96 movie? Batman and Robin? Uh, and uh, Jolene, just from the anime, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. They both have buns on their head. They got twin buns up. Nicki Minaj has a lyric, when I do it, it get done, two sticks in my bun. Wow. It's about buns in her hair. Not not, not anything in her butt. Yeah, I figured as much. Okay. I don't think she's bragging about... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, the answer is Jolene, right? Yeah. Her buns look a lot better. I think it's better that they're coming out like Mickey Mouse ears. Also, this is not a Batman podcast. This is a JoJo's podcast, so... <laughs> yeah, but, but Poison Ivy in that movie does have twin buns. Yeah. Similar. Um, and I also would disagree about John Golly A's ass. Look, we know That's not that's not a muscular butt. We know what muscular's muscular butts look like. Yeah. As try as you may, if you see somebody with a nice round ass and you're like, I gotta go to the gym, you you can't get that round soft butt in the gym. That's a muscle butt you wanna build. Yeah. And John well, Golly A's got the soft butt. Like you can have you can have some padding on yeah. the booty. And then you work out and then the muscles under it get bigger and that makes your booty bigger. Yeah. You know, so you can do that. People without like very prominent butts will work out their butt to get a more shapely, bigger butt. However, <laughs> I was going to say butt again, but then however, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not the John Gallier's butt. It, it might be it might be muscle and fat but it is not you can't say that he does not yeah. have a fat ass that's if he, inaccurate if he turned too quickly that shit would be clapping you know what i mean uh-huh that's what it I looks like i think when you describe someone as having a fat ass that doesn't preclude them from having a muscly butt to me it does you know well i've seen like muscly butts that are like they they're it's just it's muscle and so it's it looks hard it doesn't look soft it looks like it doesn't look big it just looks uh stiff Yes. Which is still, by the way, good. It's We're not, you know, saying 
All bodies are good. All butts are... Well, I'm going to disagree on that a one. A lot of butts but... are good. Most butts are good. Okay. We'll take must. I don't know if I'll take most. There's but some I... butts I don't like. I'll sign off on that. You're allowed to say that. But uh, look, you can't make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. But John Gallier's ass, some of that is just inherited talent. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. And and if you're a soldier, what 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 does your sergeant think of you just doing a ton of like... <laughs> reverse leg lifts or whatever it is yeah you know you're supposed to be a sniper not a whatever <laughs> i don't know what you need it would that be. solid base we talked about this yeah but uh, i guess anyway what if he like what if it's not real like what if he got like a butt job what if he went to like did a brazilian butt lift or something considering how good i've heard that's a very dangerous procedure i've also heard this. really yeah why i don't know what, like it just causes a lot of like Bad consequences. Oh. They take fat from other parts of your body and they inject it into your butt. Oh, well, okay. Now we're starting to understand why it's dangerous. And you don't need to be like super qualified to perform it. Mm. Yeah. That would definitely add to the danger. Yikes. Like I've done a bunch of them and every single person who I've done it on is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Miles, this episode's but, actually an intervention about your medical career. We, we think Look you at their stop. butts though. They did look good, the one I saw. No, they're grotesque, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're that guy who just put a bunch of, never mind, whatever, let's move on. Is that the whole email? Yes, it was. Okay. Thanks for writing in, Talia. This email is from Soliloquy. The subject line is, thanks for the pod. Hey, JJB pod crew. Greetings from Canada. I've been a longtime listener of the pod. But since this is my first time writing in, I'm not actually sure when you do your recording for the next episode. So this may come in a little late. If so, whoops. Nope, you got it in just in time. I burped. Oh, good. Just wanted to say thanks for the many, many hours of fun I've had listening to you talk about. One of my favorite series. I love hearing your insights and predictions. Just wanted to say, at least here in Canada, Jackie is correct. There was a TV guy channel that would just loop around what was on. And what was about to start with a bunch of super low budget ads for mostly local businesses. I used to watch it when nothing I wanted to watch was on because apparently that was better than nothing. <laughs> on to my job relevant point, Jojo relevant point, I'm guessing. I'm always delighted to see how Araki manages to come up with uses for the stand powers that I'd never be able to think of in a million years. A guy who controls the weather making cloud astronaut suits? Amazing. I also didn't realize that Weatherport wore a hat until your last episode. I just assumed that was his hair for some reason. Araki's hat hair trickery does it again. (laughs) Keep up the great work. I'm waiting with bated breath for the next episodes to release. Your friend from up north, Soliloquy. Thank you, Soliloquy. Thank you. Thanks, Soliloquy. It was very nice of you. Um, Good to hear from you. I don't know. I don't. Sorry, I burped. rude yeah i don't know i think i'll leave that in for authenticity but you're a real sicko you know that i always eat right like right before we do this we do too yeah we do too i'm like filled with gases should we like get mics for our stomachs and then put that on patreon just our rumbling Mm -hmm. tumblies rumbling tumblies i don't know if we've had a listener on from canada um before yeah uh, i don't there's somebody from well, like we've never Toronto. had a listener on let me explain we've I never feel, read an email i feel like there's somebody from toronto right right feels right we've had our uh we have a bunch of girlfriends up in canada yeah and it's summer camp but you can't meet oh them. okay i get it don't ask about them 
Did you guys know? In 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 where I grew up, it was like uh, they had the girls had a boyfriend in Puerto Rico or DR. Like, oh yeah, like I, I spent the summer in Puerto Rico. That's where my boyfriend's in Puerto Rico. Like, all right, fine, yeah, sure. <laughs> that that's a much hotter person, fake person to be dating. I feel like. No offense to Canada, but yeah, I just, no I don't know, offense I just to Canada. It it usually makes sense because like they're they like spent the, they went back to like where their family is from and they spent the summer there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> and you meet them on the beach and it's hot and yeah. stuff. I don't know what you do in Canada to like hook up with someone. Let us know, soliloquy. <laughs> you take them for a romantic weekend in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and you look at all the beautiful things to see there. Do people in Canada do the reverse? Like, do they say like, oh yeah, I have a boyfriend in New Jersey or whatever? <laughs> I hope not New Jersey. <laughs> they've they've seen They've seen our TV programs that depict New Jersey. None of them have super attractive people on them. Um, probably like Los Angeles or something. I guess it depends what's what Canadian city you're from. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're from Toronto, you could be like, oh yeah, I have a New York City girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? Is my yeah. ge- is my geography right? I honestly am not sure. I think so. There's it's basically one is there's one place in Canada that's close to New York, and there's another one that's close to Seattle. Yeah, to- <laughs> is Toronto the one that's like right up against like Erie, New York, or that part of the Great Lakes? I think so. I could easily look this up. And then what's the other one that's close to Seattle? Montreal? Vancouver. Oh. Vancouver. Where's Montreal? It's very close. It's like also very close to New York. Shit. That's crazy. My family drove there for a vacation once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've still never been up there. I've never been to Canada. We could easily change that. We should go and and visit our listeners. We should go there and visit the trucks. And we should talk to them. We should be like, you guys got to get come on get driving again this is crazy what are you doing <laughs> this shout out to trucks this anime podcast could fix a lot of problems if we just put our minds to it i you can't I'd edit this episode until that blockade gets cleared up right yeah they're carrying this episode to anchor <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucked up of them um, uh do you want to explain what's going on for the listeners who don't follow the news or live in other countries there's or? a bunch of truckers in canada that are not happy about mandated vaccines and so they're not driving their trucks okay and i'll leave like it driving them to the u.s that. right because that's where, where the mandates are happening or where i have ha- no fucking idea where the mandates happening? i have no idea <laughs> i have no idea either this is a story that i have ignored <laughs> yeah it's i don't really think you need to follow it i'm just i just thought it would be funny to reference i think that's the only context Montreal. i've heard this in was just like people joke about it <laughs> like lol what's happening in canada that's it you guys should go to Montreal, by the way. Yeah. I guess yeah, I'd it's, go. It's, listen, I wish I had... It's, uh, it's charming. I, mm. I wish I had some some factoids about Canada to entertain you all with, uh, other than the fact that, like, I don't know, like half of the actors you like are fucking Canadian, and the other half are British, and none of them are American. <laughs> um, do you guys know the population <laughs> of Canada? This really, like, surprised me. I don't know. Is it, like, the same population of, like, one of our states like the <laughs> population of um well i don't know the population of our states shit new york or something that's interesting um let's see here equivalent to what state let's see if we can do this well what's what's the number mark no 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 no, no. i want to do it like this i want you guys to guess states and then we'll see i'm going to see if anyone's compared this to the population of okay Ooh, wow okay i've already looked it up fuck <laughs> what is it miles it's about equivalent to the population of California, which is 39 mm. mil. Mm. I don't know why. I thought there were a lot more people. It's because it's big. 
but it's it's a lot of it i think is just like cold a frozen shithole like winnipeg yeah Yeah. that's what i've heard look i'm sorry if you're from winnipeg i've heard it sucks i think they're more spread out like they have a couple of big cities but they don't have as many big cities as we do you know we have a lot of big cities. a lot of it is like in the arctic circle you know yeah live up there yeah yeah it's more spread out we should visit up there yeah maybe like that's what i just said you got it Go to no, 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 the Arctic Circle. We should we should start a a, a town in the cold. No, I don't want to go anywhere cold ever. Nah, fuck it. I never want to go anywhere cold. Well, then we're screwed. I want to only go to hot tropical places. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Or like, or like nice weather places. Not cold weather. Sorry, we'll never visit you, soliloquy. I'll go to Montreal, I guess. In the summer, it's probably not terrible. This last email is from our good friend, Chad. Subject line is just one left to go. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Well, there's just one more episode in the current batch of Stone Ocean episodes left. Uh, And since I couldn't find any new voice connections, I wanted to ask, how are you all feeling about things? Uh, Excited or relieved to be able to watch something besides JoJo's in the coming weeks? Uh, saddened or anxious that we only have the theoretical date of April 2nd, 2022 to expect new episodes based on this article I found a few minutes before writing this email via a quick Google search. And Chad posts a link to an article. Um, here's an, ar- an article from WePC. WePC? <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. WePC.com. Well, it could be like WEPC. WePC! Like a... a PBS channel or something. Anyway, um, here's hoping we get some more, something more concrete in. Anyway, I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. Thanks, Thanks Chad. Chad. Um, how are we feeling about things? Ah, uh, not great. I'd like there to be more faster. The article, yeah, the article basically timed out when they think the Japanese TV schedule will be done airing this mm-hmm. uh th- this first volley which will be like march 26th and then that would mean that april 2nd would be the next but that like assumes there's not going to be any kind of break mm-hmm. which we don't know yeah they might do a dumb thing where after 12 episodes they sit around with their thumbs up their asses yeah. while we suffer um well we have the rohan we have like a rohan movie to watch right we've got uh, we've got three live action rohans okay that'll hold us over for a little bit yeah, that'll be like good. If it really is like April 2nd, then we'll be fine. We could watch like one other anime, one or two other things mm-hmm. and we'd be good. But um, even if there is like a bigger break and they're like more episodes June or some shit, I I really hope that we do hear what the break is going to be. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear like more episodes to come and then they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would do that in the middle of a season though. To tell us like what, tell us when the next episodes are yeah i think that yeah i think they have to tell us when the next episodes are in the middle of a season the thing is we used to know people who worked at david production but we said a lot of mean things and burned all the bridges we didn't do that so we know well oh you know people are you know as we were saying before people are really nice and want to be helpful maybe we should just email david productions (laughs) well the thing is pretty pretty please can you tell us like when the next batch of episodes are going to be I feel like there's some rule about the more people that ask the same question, the less people want to be helpful. Mm. That's my guess. If we find the right email address, maybe. I'll find it. Okay. (laughs) 
Miles is on it. He's just tucked a pencil behind his ear. He's closed his flip notebook. And he's out the door. <laughs> there he goes. Knocking on doors right now. <laughs> Again, those were emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Uh, Chad, I, I hope you're right. I hope it is April 2nd. Or not you. I mean, I know you just got it from wepc.com, which I can only assume stands for We Piss Clear. I think it's a. I think it's PBS. I think it's WEPC. No, I looked at it. Colorado. It's not. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and the article's like written well. It's not like an. It's not like a bot written article. You mm-hmm. ever read those? Where like yeah. into the first paragraph, you're like, oh no, what is this? If you search for certain things, like there's always an article that's like basically like I don't know. It must be like a template that's like it's okay. A template, yeah. If they search for this thing, then we're, it's it's going to be the title of the article, and it's going to be like a bunch of nonsense. Like it's not saying anything, but it just has your words. It's in, like when you get article. forced to do a PowerPoint presentation in school and you didn't really prepare. <laughs> and so you're like, we all want to know what the best type yes, of office chair is. Exactly. If you want to know more about office chairs, you could uh, read on further because in 2022, it's really important to get a good, okay, are they past the ads? <laughs> and then it's just a bunch of Amazon affiliate links. Yeah. It's because like Google has ruined the internet. Yeah. Have like, they? Everyone is just trying to like rank. Yeah. And like they think this is like... You have to write one certain type of way in order to rank. So every website aims to be like that, and they try to program bots to do it, and it sucks. Yeah, but the alternative that we know of, pre-decent search engine, is just like, if you know about the site, yeah. then you can find it. And if you don't, that's better. it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, Miles, you just want to be behind one of the levers of power on the internet. You just want to be a guy right, who's like, baby. go to this website, go to this one, you sicko. <laughs> I found a fax number for David Production, but they don't list their email. A fax Should we them? fax them? Yeah, I fax think we them. should fax them. Absolutely. Okay. We need to figure this out. We're, we got to get something professionally translated on Fiverr, and we send them it. And we shouldn't make it look like a like a threat, right? We shouldn't, no. we shouldn't do that. <laughs> Not like one of those- I think that goes without Like saying. a serial killer letter that has like cut out magazine. Yeah, we shouldn't be like, we're, do the, we're the Riddler from Batman. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, look, I know that I said first we had to step into our zero G mail chamber before getting into the episode, but there's something else we have to do, and that's talk about Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support us, the podcast hosts, and therefore the podcast itself. And it would be good. It'd be a good thing for you to do. You could tell yourself it's charity and that you're a good person. Why not? It's only a dollar a month. What are you doing? Just go. Do it now. Also. What are you doing? What are you even doing? What are you doing? Um, <laughs> the, the Patreon feed has uh, some content that may have been cut from the episodes, Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, and anything else we feel like putting up there. Uh, and again, it's just a dollar a month. You can also pledge $3 a month, and that will get you everything already mentioned, but we will also say thank you on the podcast. Maybe to music, maybe not to music. Who can say? So thank you to Madison Joestar. Soliloquy. Ken Barron. Kassoon. Caleb. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. Kenny. Mark's Lamp. Mark's Lamp. <laughs> I did not see that before. Who's Mark's Lamp? I don't know. Okay. Caden. <laughs> Nick. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Martin. Michael. Christian. And, and Chad. Chad. 
thank you all so much for uh, supporting us as long or as short even as you have. Yeah. Uh, it means a lot and it helps us out. So you listener, if you want to be a part of that mess, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and support us today. Now, let us take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about the episode, the talk about episode 11 of Stone Ocean, Savage Garden Part 2. Beer back. And we're back. And we're back to talk about episode. You know what? Fuck it. We're talking about episode 13. We have seen all of the future JoJo episodes and we're going to spoil it for you. Uh, No, this is episode 11, Savage Guardian part two. Uh, What is it? Head to the courtyard? Some shit? Yeah. Get your ass to Mars. Yeah. Which is a quote relevant to this this week's episode because. That's right. If I can tie a Paul Verhoeven movie reference to JoJo's, I'm going to do it. And this week made it very easy. That movie has been in the newsletter many times. Look, it's good. I had a, like a, a friend, an internet friend, just recently watched it, and it was like really nice to hear somebody who just saw it for the first time being like, "That is good shit. That's Wa- a good movie." Watch what? Total Recall. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's good. It's good. Yeah, it's fun. It's got something for everybody? Question mark? <laughs> Maybe I not. don't know about everybody. <laughs> not everybody. I don't know what my mom thinks of it, but I get the feeling she's not part of the everybody. No, in that, in that sentiment. Um, let me check my notes. I didn't write down some things as I usually do this week. Like no one cares what chapters it is, but I, I think it covers some of the chapters in the forties of Stone Ocean. Is that is that uh is that useful information? Yeah, um, thanks for telling me. <laughs> uh so uh this is the second half of a cliffhanger from episode ten. You know, you, you guys have seen the episode. It's we're continuing the fight against Lang Wrangler uh with Weather Report and Jolene. Uh, you know, back to back on the cover of this DVD, looking like buddy cops, mm-hmm. kicking ass. And we did finish, I think, uh, respective to the manga, this is like the end of volume five and the beginning of the next volume. So we get another author's comment from Araki that is yes. su- surprisingly on topic, actually. Uh, and I'm going to send it to Miles. I'd like to hear Miles uh, read this. where'd it go okay araki says when i had a talk with the director of the miami prison in florida for personal documentation i asked him if the reasons for incarceration were different between men and women indeed i had the impression men were imprisoned for more terrible reasons than women he answered it's the same man or woman it doesn't matter there's many murderists and rapists from either gender Mm. wow wow I do want to take note that you said murderists back there, but I like it. Oh, my bad. It's okay. Um, a murderist so like, is like someone who wears like a vest while they do it. A murderist? Someone yeah. who's like, well, technically I don't do any of the murdering, but I think it's a good idea. It's how I think society should work. Um, but yeah, I think that Aragi's, uh conclusions here are just like, well, I, there's still probably a lot more men in prison than women. I haven't I haven't checked the numbers on that, but I'd I'd bet on it. Um, Can you imagine taking that call if you're the the warden of that Florida prison? Like, uh, there's a there's a manga author on the phone for you. There's a manga guy. I don't know. <laughs> no, I wonder. We if, don't want any of your mangoes. I wonder if Araki like tore to prison and like people like yelled like horrible things at him, and he was like, "Oh, interesting." It was just like writing it down. 
Um, we visited a prison in high school. Uh, I did not go to jail. I was just visiting with my mm-hmm. psychology two class, and I never got to do that. I was also in. Oh no, you know what? I skipped psych. Did I skip psych? I, I, I think I did psych one and then AP psych. Anyway, wow, smarty pants. <laughs> um, you know what should have been obvious is that they can't tell the prisoners not to say terrible things to you, and so they did. They can't tell them. Uh, they can't make them not do it. Mm. Sorry, they can't tell them not to do that. So. They will just say all kinds of shit, at least in the Newark, New Jersey prison we went to. I don't know. So I don't know. I hope Araki didn't have to visit a jail. Uh, or if he did, I hope he was like, I don't understand what the fuck they're saying anyway. Anyway, so let's let's uh, let's break down the episode. Jackie, where did we leave off? What's happening at the start of this episode? So we basically get a recap, I think. Um, well, yes. And where we last left off was Jumpin' Jack. What's his name? Flash. Jumpin' Jack Flash or um, Langy Wangy or whatever his name is. Yeah, Wang Wang Wang. <laughs> Langy Wangy. Uh, no, it's like Lang Wrangler, right? Yep. Is that it? Yep. That's exactly okay. what it is. Uh, <laughs> he has the the uh, Jotaro's disc one, you know, and you can't really like, you know, it kind of sucks when you have like you own something and like someone has like one of your discs. Like you, it's like you can't. Yeah, you have a double album and you're like all the other good songs are on the other disc. Or no, you have like you have like Final Fantasy seven and like or nine or whatever, and someone has your disc one, and so you can't play anymore because all you have is disc two. I think we had that with one of the Resident Evils, and it was like I guess I'll play Chris's campaign, <laughs> but I want to. That be at least lets Claire. you play. You can't yes. like. Unless you had a save file already for disc, like on disc two, you you just can't do anything. Yeah. Until somebody gives you back the disc. Stupid. But I guess that's how lending things works, right? (laughs) It's how the encyclopedia works. If you try to read something from the D book, it's like you don't have the earlier letters. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, so he has uh, Jotaro's, one of Jotaro's discs, and uh, they also don't know where he is, and they're in a room floating that's apparently the laundry room um and then we get the intro music and then we see that poochie father poochie is talking to security yeah because some alarm has apparently gone off during all this commotion because oh yeah shit exploded when weather report was fighting lang wrangler uh so that makes sense there's some fire alarms and it's it's a weird conversation and i also don't know why the security room isn't like hey aren't you like the priest here what are you mm-hmm. doing what the fuck do you care about security why are we talking to you like is doesn't he, he just clearly, work there he's worried he, for the soul isn't he oh i assumed that he had like that he was like sort of running the place like he has power yeah. over these men i think so too but it's just it's in, it's just that his stated profession is still the priest maybe people don't question priests as much you know i do I'm like get out of here don't i don't know here. i think like most you know, if like certain professions, people are like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, you know? Yeah, but like, if you're you like... Mu- you must be doing something good because you're a, a thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? but he does ask to hear the recordings of a phone conversation and stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess he does have some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of control over things there. Yeah, he sees that there's an outgoing call, that there was an outgoing call a few minutes ago to the Speedwagon Foundation, and he asks to um, get the audio recording for that. And I guess they give it to him. I think they give it to him, but he doesn't listen to it right then. I don't. Well, we don't know. We don't know because we we jump back and forth. Um, 
the the security guard assures him no one has escaped from the prison for 20 years over the last 20 years mm-hmm. uh and then yeah he notices that the call is from like the rec- uh call booth or phone booth number 16 and it was to the speedwagon foundation which interestingly i guess they don't need to be a secret org but it's on it, the caller id it would yeah, be nice if they didn't have caller they're, id they're not secret they're like a legit like above you know they're what's the word i don't know they're like above board they're like a known like nonprofit, but they also then have like a secret wing that does that deals with like stands and stuff yeah i guess so what other stuff do they do do they have like a fun run to raise money no i think they're like researching stuff and and, yeah. and making facilities that uh preserve humans forever i don't know they're doing they're doing science space stuff and they're they're probably you know if it was really 2011 they're doing like epic tweets people are like these guys are so annoying i hate them if this is like i guess this is like where does their money come from because i know like originally you know speed dragon is is fucking rich right but like and joseph joestar they're all, but how are they all rich i don't know but eventually Oil. eventually the money runs out cuz like your 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 research thing like they must be a nonprofit they must be taking donations and then some of those donations are going towards like s- s- stand espionage or whatever there's probably some i don't know be- because like the Rockefeller Foundation exists and I assume that's still all just like original Rockefeller money, right? Yeah, but Nobody Rockefeller donates to the Rockefeller Foundation. But Rockefeller probably is also making money somewhere somehow. Investments, probably. Um yeah. Oh, that's a good point. If they just have a bunch of stocks. Which does mean though that of course they are gonna have a bias invested interests. Um but I think there's also like nonprofits or research centers that get government grants. Mm. Which again uh, does point to potential for bias and yeah. stuff. Well, but what what I'm saying is that like wherever the money's coming from, it's also secretly going to like stand stuff, you know. Yes, and we don't. Yeah, we don't know if the investors do or don't know about this. I like the idea of like someone at the federal government is like, so here's your pie chart budget, and there's forty percent that seems to be going towards classified here, and we really want to mm-hmm. know what that is. And they're like, we can't can't yeah. tell you you wouldn't believe it so it's nothing really that's why they it's have just... an f on charity navigator yeah <laughs> they're doing poorly or maybe they do get government grants and the government's aware of of their secret i dealings. don't like that i hope that's not true <laughs> okay i don't want the federal government to be aware of stands that's so that's upsetting <laughs> okay um anyway so they're uh back to jolene and weather report they are floating they're in the laundry room they're like, we need to find where this, where um, Lang Wrangler. Lang Wrangler is. And Jolene's like, I have to pee. Well, but she doesn't just say I have to pee. She has to be like nervous about it like, <laughs> and go through like this long, like it's, uh, and it begins with a pee. And uh, all right. Yeah, we get it. You have I to pee. I think that she's, I think either Ar- Araki doesn't talk to like, you know what girls happens? anymore. Yeah. Or it's just that maybe she's nervous around weather report because he's a weird guy who's very handsome. But yeah, Jolene feels like the type of girl that would be like, I got to piss and would just yeah. go squat somewhere. And you'd be yeah. like, uh, okay, she's going to do that. Yeah. Uh, but it, Did uh, anyone else she, think she, she was talking about her period? No. I was a little curious. I was like, what begins with a P? Pussy? <laughs> I have a problem with my pussy. <laughs> my pussy's weightless. It feels weird. It could have been period though. Right? It yeah. could have been. Something in the pelvic region that begins with a P. Yeah. 
that would be something that you would stutter about, right? You'd be like, "Oh yeah, uh, I know we're fighting right. for our lives, but yeah, uh, especially I gotta change especially this. having to tell a guy that, yeah." And then Araki writes a paragraph about how toxic shock syndrome exists. Oh my god! About how much time you have before you have to change the tampon. <laughs> how do you know about toxic shock syndrome? Uh, podcasts. Okay, cool. And I think it was um, it was a podcast where the female host was like, "Watch this. If you ask any guy." how long they think women leave in tampons it's oh, incredible and she yeah. just like asked them like how often do you think women change tampons and they were like i don't know once a day and stuff like that um so yeah yeah it is apparently more often than that gentlemen yeah or else they die yeah i think nobody dies it's not that crazy yeah, it's like you just die. there's chance that like like uh there's just a ch- like a chance that something bad will happen but it doesn't have to I was under the impression that it was like a time bomb. No, and then no, when it no. goes off, it's like the it's the, not the that cord dangerous. is cut and the lady dies. It's like when they warn you about anything, they're like, "Oh well, you know, make sure to fully cook, whatever." You know, it's like 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 you might get sick from the thing, but you also might not get sick from the thing. You know, yeah, just mm. like COVID. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> roll the dice. No, don't roll the dice. Anyway. So she's like, I have to pee. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. I can like pull the urine out of your body. And No, he didn't say somewhere. pull it out of your body. He's like, I already <laughs> pissed. It is. He explains the biological he's like, I'll, reason. I'll use my clouds to absorb your urine. Yeah. Is what he says. Because by the way, they, they talk about how, yeah, like liquid will, will like float into beads. But I can't imagine how that must feel to let it go to actually take a piss. Because it's not going to oh, go thought, out in a stream, I oh, don't think. Oh, so you're saying that. Oh, okay. So he he told her to take a, to piss, and he would turn it into a cloud. He would absorb it with his clouds. I thought he I thought he was gonna. Okay, that makes. More he didn't sense. say I'll suck it out of your body. I thought he was gonna suck it out of her bladder. Ugh, awful. <laughs> um, and and he's but like, we never see her pee. If we never see her pee. Yeah, I read. So I read the manga earlier today, and he does conveniently jump past it, but it it does happen. Oh, okay. She does pee because she's like she sees like droplets floating when they get sucked into the walls, and she's like. What did it? Did those just fall out of your cloud? What's happening? Mm. Um, he explains that it's because of when you're weightless, all the blood goes to your head, and then your body sensing there's too much blood in your head because it can cause problems. Your kidneys try to get rid of the excess blood, right? And so they, that ends up making you piss. It's funny too when he's like, "Oh yeah, do you, you feel how bloated your face is because all the blood is there?" He's like, "It's called moon face," and then he pokes her forehead. I think that's very <laughs> funny. I like that. He's like, "See, yeah. feel it," but then he pokes it. Um. So yeah, Jolene goes and pisses, but notices that her piss is like floating. And, uh, and then all of her, bl- everybody's blood just starts coming out of their bodies. And going into the walls. I thought there was like yeah. another stand user or something. Or I don't know what this was, but it's. It's just an excuse for Araki to tell us about science. And it's, it's, there's a lot of science in this episode. It's a lot of Jojo science and a lot of, there's a lot of piss. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there are uh, animals being mutilated. Mm-hmm. Uh, not dogs, though. Not the first rats. No dogs so far. Uh, not the first rats we've seen die in gory fashion, but uh, and maybe not the last. I'm we'll not sure. C- we'll come back to the rats thing because I don't understand it. But um, anyway, so yeah, the blood starts getting sucked out um, and they start talking about like pressure, like how there's no gravity in there, but there's gravity outside and there it creates a vacuum and it pulls stuff out. Yeah, I think all it's the like, air is going out to where the gravity is, or something. Something like the atmosphere was like held in place by gravity previously, and now it's not like tethered to the ground. And so, yeah, it mm. needs to seek the outside. 
It's so it's like this episode's kind of a space episode. And it's also and it's also like your blood is gonna boil and you're gonna suffocate. That's what's gonna happen to us. I need to talk about the blood thing. Okay. Because I had to look this up. It is not the same as the bends that we saw a bunch of science about with Kira getting a, bl- a bubble in his veins or whatever. Mm. This is a phenomenon known as ebulism. Not sure how to say it. It's like e-bull-ism. Ebulism. Ebulism. Uh, yeah. Uh, insert joke here. Uh, basically, like things that boil at a certain temperature boil at lower temperatures at higher altitudes because there's less atmospheric pressure. So if you went 63,000 feet in the air, you could boil a pot of water by bringing it to uh, 99 degrees Fahrenheit, mm. which is less than half of the usual temperature. Mm. That's 37 degrees Celsius, uh, Canadians and others. Do Canadians use Celsius? I don't know. I think they do. Probably. I think we're the only, think they do. We're the only fucks that use, <laughs> that use Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Well, I yeah. thought we were the only people who use feet, but they do in England apparently too. Yeah. But Fahrenheit definitely were the only ones who use that. All right. We're going to hold Jackie to that. And we're going to find out that some rando country like Guyana still uses it, I bet. I think I maybe I think maybe some like territories do as well. But that's it. Yeah. American Samoa. Anyway. Uh, so it's like technically your body temperature could boil if you were in a less pressured area. But apparently uh, bodily fluids wouldn't actually boil because there's still a lot of pressure because your skin and organs are holding everything together. But what could happen is that you would get nitrogen bubbles in your bloodstream, which is really bad Mm. and uh, very painful. And so uh, I guess it could result in death. I don't think you would literally end up boiling like you're a fucking stew, like like maybe they're doing here in in JoJo's, but uh, it is very bad to be in a place that is of low pressure. Mm. Under pressure. Pressure pushing down on me. Is that what this song is? Is this song about um, JoJo's? Yeah, okay. 100%. Who knows when it came out? So, uh, Benny makes a suit out of, because this is all happening, The, ans- the, the what's, to solve this problem, um, Weather Report makes uh, them suits out of clouds, which his power is very versatile if he can make suits, you know? I I think it makes sense. It is strange that... And it allows them to breathe and it also allows their blood to stay in their body. Yeah, because like Jolene had a nosebleed and so blood was just shooting out of her nose from before. Uh, and he had a bunch of wounds on his face. So it was really bad yeah. for them. Um, it's weird because in the little in-between chapters thing, I don't know if you guys know this, but all stands have a rating on speed, precision... Oh. Evolution ability stats range, uh, and I think he gave weather report a C on precision. But it's like you're telling me that this is like a weather phenomenon stand, and he can like have the clouds perfectly sealed around you. That's pretty precise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So, and it looks cool. I think the cloud suits look really cool. Um, again, feels like perfect thing for like a video game skin or something. Mm. Uh. But uh, yeah, for now, they're okay floating in their little cloud suits, but that hasn't given them gravity back, right? They're still floating. Well, and they only have two minutes to, uh, I think I think it helps them a little bit with the gravity situation. It's, they seem to have more control. I don't know. Maybe not. But anyway, they only have two minutes to breathe because that's how much air is like in the suit. And by the way, I mean, 
one of the holes in this would to me be like well then if weather report like makes clouds and stuff wouldn't the clouds get sucked out of the room too but it's like they're stands so i don't know if they're tangible or not so whatever um yeah. And then uh, Weather Report keeps going on about the risks and how they're going to die. Yeah. And then Jolene is like, those over there, the hampers over there, they're not floating and that trash over there, whatever. Like, so she sees some stuff that's not floating, but the whole room is floating because she touched the door to the room and it made almost everything float, but those hampers are fine. So she's like, it must be out of range of the stamp power. Let's go over there. We can probably breathe over there. And right. Like, she also touched the air and that's why the air floated out of the room. Should have mentioned that. So I didn't get this. Is it the like the range based on where she touched it, or is the range based on where Lang Wrangler is? It's based on her. Yeah, I because think so. she says like what I'm touching right now is about 20 meters from those non-floating tra- uh, non-floating hampers. So okay. his power is to make other people turn on zero gravity. Yes, but okay. also his stand has centrifugal force bracelets. Okay. I don't really know if they're super related, but here's the thing. When she started pointing to it, I thought I thought his his bracelets, his spinning wrist on jumping Jack Flash, I thought that like helped him stay anchored to the ground. So I was like, he's in the hamper. I think you said that last week too. Shit. Oh yeah, I did, but I didn't know that that in this case, I still believed that. Okay. So I I thought that he was in those hampers. Oh, but yeah, it's. I thought he was in the hampers too. I thought that that's what she was like. Oh, he must have turned off the grav the the. He must have put the gravity back just over there so that he could watch us from his hampers. <laughs> I do like those JoJo moments when you find out that the villain is just like hidden somewhere, like the sun stand user or um, Angelo from Part Four when Josuke just shakes the bag of water and and the stand user flies around. But unfortunately, we didn't get that here. Where was he hiding? Uh, I don't he know. Just kind of appears once i don't know so yeah so they jolie notices the hampers she tells um weather report to go over there because uh uh he can get some air over there and he can use that to make more weather i guess um and to breathe and stuff so he starts going over there and uh also she like her her she's still bleeding so she like stitches herself on her arm yeah her her arm like part of it like breaks open and then she stitches it with stone free so weather reports heading over to where the gravity is and some like screws start shooting at him um and jolene pulls out her stand to help to to order each screw as it comes by yeah it's like nuts and bolts and some other little metal bracket thingy yeah. it's a bunch of stuff Araki just had a good time i metal think drawing <laughs> drawing little bits and bobs. Just loose metals yeah, yeah. you know um, stuff. the contents of one of those plastic bags you get from ikea when you buy a piece of furniture oh yeah just like a wrench that you're like i have 40 of these you fucking assholes i don't need another allen wrench uh and then uh What's his name? Lang Wrangler appears out of wherever the hell he was, and a uh, different hamper. And he's like, "Oh, you think you you think you can leave my range?" Um, and I don't know. Then they like fight or whatever. Jolene Jolene is basically like protecting um, Weather Report as he continues to go towards the ground. Like he's going towards. This is like this happens in football, right? Where you have the one guy who goes who runs straight to one end, and then you have the other people who are trying to protect him or fight with their stance or whatever with their stance. That's what she's doing. (laughs) 
That's a football thing, right? I don't really understand. The Super Bowl is happening as we speak. We should probably turn it on and see if there's any magical powers <laughs> happening. Um, there's like a guy who runs, right? And then there's like other guys who stop other people from attacking him, right? Yes. Miles, please help. No, there's none of that. Fuck. <laughs> I, I meant help like I thought you'd know the names of these positions, but you know. <laughs> Jaggy is right. There are people who like run interference and tackle people up front, and there's the guy who runs back and throws. There's a guy who catches it and runs. So I just don't know what they're called. There's like a quarterback, and then there's a like there's a, a running back. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's a paladin. And there's like a, a wizard, a silverback, a silverback gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> they're in there. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So Jolene is like protecting she's doing great on defense yeah defense and offense too like she'll just go off and punch she'll just go off and um punch lang wrangler and he wasn't even doing anything he was he was like he had stopped like he wasn't attacking anymore and she would still just go off and punch him some more well no what that didn't happen i feel like we we so. don't need to watch the super bowl because we watched this episode yeah this episode basically like a football game yeah i thought this episode was really good i think it was it was very uh it was very jojo as we said before and it's uh a lot of action and it felt very high stakes. I did worry about them. I'm like, oh shit. Do you know what I really like during this part? I think it like the the music became very like classically. Yes, during this I fight. noticed a bunch of trumpets cool. came out of nowhere, mm. and it was nice. Just some blaring ass yeah. trumpets. Um, it was like Eva. And then the barrel pressure thing happened. He throws yeah. like a barrel, and then he shoots at the barrel, and he doesn't even throw it. He shoots at it. Oh, okay. And somehow in this like science like lesson, <laughs> the barrel perfectly because like the idea is like there's no pressure, like there's no pressure outside, but there's air inside the barrel still. So by hitting it, it perfectly flings itself at weather report, which again, it, it should like spin and stuff. Have you ever like hit something pressurized? It, it doesn't do what you want it to do. It mm. just fucks up and flips all over the place. Um, it flies at weather report hitting him and then pushing him back further into the anti-gravity land which is weird though because Jolene's also getting closer to them so I don't know one might think that he'd fly through the other side of her range of anti-gravity I don't know um, and then uh, what happens after that yeah what happens after he knocks away weather report uh, she goes to help him she goes to help weather report um, and then then I think I think this is when he throws some rats at her. I don't understand this part with the rats. Yeah, well she okay, no wait. Yeah, he blasts away that barrel that then goes uh towards what that hits weather report and then uh she depressurizes her suit to fly towards weather report. That's what she does, yeah. To yeah. stop him, to help him. from from fly, flying away. Yes. And then Lang Wrangler is like, ah, I found some of these though. And she and he throws live rats at Jolene. And Ew. there's a very sad thing in the manga, and I think the anime, where we see the little rats' eyes bulging out of their heads. Oh my gosh. And I feel so bad because she says oh. they're alive. Oh no. So we just know that these rats are alive before she punches them to get them out of her way, but that causes them to blow up or What was he hoping to achieve by throwing rats at her? It blinds her. Because the blood, the blood stains her helmet front, which okay. don't know how they have these like clear glass helmets that are made out of cloud droplets, but yeah. Araki used up all of his science time 
for other stuff. This uh, they're ice. Sweet. They're uh, uh, ice. Yeah, sure. Um, and so he's like, "Haha, I have one, Jolene. You can't see shit, and I'm gonna shoot you." And he shoots a bunch of screws and nuts and bolts, and it looks like it goes into her visor, but she reveals that yeah. she put threads in his. It seems like it was over for them. I was legit like, "What is like?" how are they going to get out of this? I really didn't know how they were going to get out of this. But of course she had her strings everywhere on the, all the little nuts and bolts. Yeah. She had put her strings into his wrists when he was going to demonstrate his barrel blowing ability. And so her strings stopped the screws and bolts, but it also connected him to her. I have a question though. I thought, I thought, she, I thought she's tried to use her string power in zero G before and it didn't work, but she was getting better at it. Is that true? Yeah, because after the okay. first time, she's like, whoa, I really have to like focus in order for the thread to even go straight, uh, which I think implied that it was going straight. Plus, she was really close to him, so mm. I don't know. She could have just like put her fingers near his little spinny wrists and they went in there. I don't know. Uh, so she pulls Lang Wrangler into the anti-gravity situation because now she's touched him, even with just his threads. Um, so he starts floating through the air now. And she's like, you're going to die first because you don't even have one of these fancy space suits. Mm. So without the pressure, your blood's going to boil. And we see that his eyes start to bulge out of his head and he gets a bunch of bubbles under his skin. And then he kind of thinks to himself, I'm in prison because I stabbed a professor 69 times. A nice, nice. amount of times. <laughs> um, a nice number of times. Thank you. What is amount then? Fuck you. What? What is that? It's when you can't count something that you cannot count so it's like an amount of shit <laughs> oh okay that's so weird though all right it's a good number of times uh and in the anime they show a little bit of of him doing this in the manga that's not the case he just talks about it mm. and um i don't know why that's like who cares that's not relevant right now so i again i don't <laughs> know if they did it in the anime subtitle but in in the comic he says like he goes like, well, if you combine uh, this cleaning solution with this type of magnesium, it creates oxygen. And he has a jar that he's doing that in. And he's like, that same urge to kill uh, is bubbling up inside of me now, just like it, it oxygen is in this jar. Mm -hmm. So he's just, I think this is like Araki being like, by the way, this guy is bad. Okay. He's about to get his shit fucked up. And so I just want you to know he's a murderer guy. Okay. But he also says in the manga, according to the fan translation, uh, he yells to Jolene when he throws this like expanding jar. He says, I'm going to carve your epitaph into your pretty white skin, which is Whoa. really nasty. Mm. Just a, a real yucko thing to say. Yeah. Um, and he throws this jar at her, which then does break her helmet, breaks open her suit. But then in this like, what is that Renaissance painting where God sticks his finger out to adam or somebody to give him like knowledge or yeah it's pull my finger <laughs> god damn it miles <laughs> you know and it's the one where like adam or whoever it is looks like he's like okay cool yeah he thinks god is passing him a joint mm -hmm. i think it's michelangelo's uh pull my finger <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> i don't we don't know what it is i don't know it's not the pieta it's not david it i think it's it part is the of the creation of adam and it's part of the sistine chapel right that's right. Haha, ha, I knew something about it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was invoking that, but it felt that way to me. Weather Report kind of sticks his hand out to Jolene and transfers his cloud suit 
yes. remnants to her because he's like, I don't need it anymore. I thought he was going to die. Yeah, you think so, right? But I was like, we just introduced Weather Report. Why are they going to kill him so quickly? That's never happened before. But I thought he was going to die. Um, that would have made me sad because I think he has a cool voice. Mm. Yeah. He does. I also thought Lang Wrangler sounded cool. I would have been sad because he doesn't know who he is. And I think that he should know who he is before he dies. Yeah. Right as he knows he dies. He's like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. So he transfers the suit to Jolene. And uh, I forget now if. if He tries to de- the the bad guy Lang Wrangler tries to deactivate his power I forget why I think to escape because it'll create like an explosion or something yeah she had already told him like you got to deactivate the power because you're going to die first now and but Mm -hmm. then now he does and she hits him in the face with stone free and says like you waited too long and now I got too close to you too close to you and then she beats the shit out of him and she gets the disc back she gets the disc back and in the anime, they added an animation of that when she beats the shit out of him, he gets knocked into the dirty laundry hamper. Mm. Nice. That's not in the comic, but I liked it. Uh, you know, it's like saying, you're dirty laundry now, fucko. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, and then there's this... Uh, she has some plan to because she still needs to go to the co- courtyard still. They spend too much time thinking about how they're going to open this door. Yeah. I thought that was like a, a, ha- a weird slowdown of pace. I couldn't follow the plan. The The plan is that they're like pretty close to the courtyard. Weather report seems too fucked up to continue, but he's telling her the layout of the building. And so she's like, we can use his ID badge to, you know, trigger the door. And then when I get in, I'll beat up the guards. Mother reports like that's going to get you more months in solitary and limited yeah. privileges. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I got to get this fucking disc back. Um, in the comic, I think she also does use his badge, his like work ID badge to open the door, but she also takes Lang Wrangler's hat and puts it in front of the camera mm. to just be like, yo, it's me. Look at my hat. Mm. And then the person who's operating the door or whatever is like, oh, it's you. Yeah. And this is in the anime too. He says, Kimika, like, oh, you. And they're yeah. like, you? Like, this guy knows somebody? It's like, uh-oh. So he's expecting Lang Wrangler? Yeah. Um, and then he opens the door and it's Poochie and like like she sees him and she's kind of hiding um, and she's kind of thinking to herself what could his attire mean he's yeah neither she's like, a guard what are nor- these clothes he's neither a guard nor a prisoner um, they don't see each other right or do they I think they do they do so it's like he's like I see you and I know who you are and she's like I see you and I don't know who you are but you seem suspicious but I like your style yeah um, <laughs> Why couldn't he be a prisoner? Weird facial hair. Yeah. Well, he didn't have the cloak, the GD. Oh, okay. Uh, the GDSP. Goddamn son of a pitch. Um, are his eyes, his irises, or pupils, pupils? Are his pupils cross shaped in the anime? Oh, at, I didn't notice that. At least in the manga, this chapter, his eyes are crosses. It looks I don't remember that. Cool that and is cool. creepy. Um, disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, anyway, that's where this episode ends. Uh, we don't know what's next. Presumably, uh, it's going to be a mind game situation where they pretend to not know each other or, well, Jolene's not pretending. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Poochie will pretend to be one of the good guys and he'll be like, oh my God. Yeah. Thank God. We got to get into the savage garden, whatever that is. Who knows? He's going to be like, Girl, you should come to confession and then he'll like hit on her or whatever he does. He won't hit on her. He <laughs> will just tell her a story about 
something. He'll be he'll be like, you know, the difference between humans and animals. <laughs> That's what he loves talking about. Yeah, while he's doing mouth tricks on fruit. Yeah, <laughs> just a weirdo. Um. Anyway, uh, do we have any final thoughts? Last minute takes. What are we gonna do after twelve? To watch the Rohan. We're gonna do. Ones. We're gonna do the Rohan stoof. Yeah, we'll worry about that next week, Miles. We never. We've never planned that far ahead. Who cares? It'll be something. Sounds good. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. If you have any gaps in this episode you want to fill or tell us your opinion about stuff, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at Gmail dot com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at JJB Pod. Please leave us a nice five star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you like discords and want to hang out in one, you can look up the JoJo's Bizarre Podcast Discord. We don't run it, but we're in there sometimes. It's a uh, fan run Discord. It's a fan run, owned and operated, single origin Discord. <laughs> like, what are the other words? Uh, I'm not even looking at a coffee bag at this moment. Uh, and yeah, again, patreon.com slash jjbpod is how to support us. We will talk to you next week when we panic about what comes after that. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.